Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. All right, Crystal is about to come on and blow your mind, people. She is so tapped in to her intuition, to her wisdom, and just spiritual power and life power to create your reality. So definitely stay tuned to this interview. It's going to be magic. And real quick, I just want to celebrate you for showing up today, for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self, to listen to this episode, investing in yourself, in podcasts, YouTube, courses, events, coaches, all of it. I acknowledge you, so keep going. Keep taking action because action is what produces uh, massive momentum. And it's not just physical action. It's also vibrational action, which I know we're going to be diving into in this conversation. So just remember, you are creating your reality. Create wisely, okay? I'm going to talk about the iTunes review of the week real quick as well. This week, it's by Jay McVean. Let's put it up on the screen. And yeah, that rhymed. Jay McVean says, Chris is a force of nature. I met Chris in person and knew he was a very special person with a very clean and vibrant energy and a heart that fills the room. He's a joy to know and even more of a joy to learn from. I'm super grateful that he does what he does. Jay McVean, thank you so much for giving us that review. If you want to go to uh, get a chance at shouted, getting shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on Apple Podcast Store and uh, you'll get a chance at that. Thanks so much for tuning in and uh, let us know what you want to see more of and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you. Crystal's about to come on and rock your world. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because this is the gold that is helping you to really step into your greatest gifts, okay? Crystal Cockerham, an international best-selling author, mentor, and feminine wisdom teacher, Crystal works with women to guide them through the spiritual alchemical process of transformation in order to be liberated from the world's perceptions. Amen. It's time to get free. Using her own special blend of spiritual midwifery, she guides women through the process of transformation forging and solidifying their innate connection to their inner wisdom, allowing them to access their own truth, empowering them to claim their sovereignty and become the women they are truly meant to be. And thus, to live a more connected, joy-filled life. And if you want to find out more, to begin your journey and find out more, go to www.wisdomawakens.com. And we're blessed to have Crystal with us here today. Crystal, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we have been like just, I, I feel it, the alignment, the energy has just been, you know, it's like it's like birthing a, a an interview baby together, Crystal. This is going <laughs> to be epic. I've, I've felt it coming for so long. It is going to be awesome. So thank you for being here. Thank you for all the support for the marathon, just who you are, uh, you know, really empowering people. It is It is epic. So thank you for taking the time to be here and share with our audience. I appreciate you. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Very much. Yeah. Absolutely. No, we had you on the breakthrough and yes. I've been watching you since then. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to be on his show. It's going to be yes. so awesome. It was, it was so much fun <laughs> with you uh, as a panelist on the breakthrough and shout out to Jessica Dugas for uh, introducing us and just all the epic people who we're around. Shout out to just 
amazing people. And Crystal, right now we're focused on you in this interview. So let's dive into the theme of today, which is choose yourself. I believe that's the theme. I think that's what I said. Yeah, choose yourself. Uh, So Crystal, what does that mean for you, choose yourself? Choosing yourself. Um, Well, when you distill every single thing that I do and all the yumminess and not so yumminess that I've helped women with, Mm. um, it really all boils down to them choosing themselves. And they're doing that by releasing all of the um, the expectations, the shoulds, the ought tos, you know, all of that woundedness, and learning to really tap in to their mm-hmm. inner self and trust that and choose that over fear, over mm-hmm. I'm not good enough, over. But he said, da 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 da. No, it that none of that matters. It only matters in here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, distilling mm-hmm. it down to like its purest essence. I don't think I could make it any any shorter or sweeter than that. <laughs> That's beautiful. It was perfect, Crystal. Thank you for sharing. And I I love how you just start by really declaring your stand of what you're here for women to do is to re- reconnect them with their their greatness, their purpose, their love, their soul. And I, I think that's such a, a beautiful gift that you're bringing to the world. So in your own words, I mentioned it in your in your intro, but in your own words, why don't you share a little bit more about how you're serving your clients today and, and what you're standing for? What really, truly lights me up is watching that empowerment come to life. Mm. So I'm sure that you you have experienced this yourself as being someone who helps guide others and it, it's really wonderful. And of course, you know, that's how our people find us is because they need help and they need guidance and support. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what we're here for. And above that, they need that guidance and support in the moment. But as we're doing that, we're teaching them how to do that and trust that part of themselves mm-hmm. moving forward. So they're not always dependent on someone else. Mm. And so for me, it's, it's that empowerment piece. And, um, it's taken me a while to arrive on feminine wisdom teacher. Mm. Um, men have it too. Men have intuition and they Mm -hmm. have their, their wisdom too. And, um, unfortunately like the society, the way that it's evolved is, for men, it's easier for them to tap into a do and to an identity and just claim it and own it and run with it. And uh, women, there's just so many different hats. It's really easy for them to lose themselves in it, Mm. in the other hat, in the other hats and forget, Oh, who's crystal. Yes. I'm Mm. so-and-so's mom and -and so-and-so's blah, 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 blah. Right. All those other hats. Mm -hmm. But at the at the end of the day and through all of that who is that person who's behind that who's that person underneath and so empowering that piece and helping forge that connection and that trust within that's that's really the juice mm. that's really the juice mm. 
Fascinating. I, we're going to dive so deep into this conversation. I already got a million questions that I want to be asking you. Uh, before we go there, though, I want to go back in your journey and talk about how did you get to this place? Like, how did you awaken your own wisdom, your own intuition? What was that process like for you? Oh, my goodness. Well, it came out of a crisis, actually, as most of them do, Y'all? right? As most of them do. Nobody just wakes up and chooses... I'm going to find blah, blah, blah and tap in. But when you're uncomfortable, you're always, what is going on? How do I get out of it? I'm really lost in this. And um, so the very first um, publication that I did was called Shine, um, Dreams to Help You Inspire, Stories to Help You, to Inspire You to Dream Big, Fear Less, and Blaze Your Own Trail. Sorry, it's not shock, I like it. And <laughs> <laughs> the story that I shared in that was really the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my daughter's plays felt that we were kind of like in a safe zone. I kind of started doing like some part-time work, like through like a temp service. Mm-hmm. And it was that part-time work, which led to a full-time job, which introduced me to someone else in the building, right? Like it's wow. incredible how the universe conspires. Yeah. And, you know, it was a life coach. And so I started going to wisdom groups and and that kind of thing. And then everything unfolded from there. And it was like, once I stepped onto it, um, it was like turbo speed. It was like, it wasn't, yeah, I'm going to go to wisdom group. It was, oh, you're in wisdom group. Okay. Yeah. You want to do coaching? Sure. I'm going to do, co- oh, wait, um, there's the shamanic journey with this group of women. You want to do, yeah, I'm going to yes. do that too. Oh, wait, I can do that. Energy. Oh yes. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it all. And oh boy, be careful what you ask for. Right. I learned that real quick, <laughs> but well, it was so, all beautiful. So, so this is great, Crystal, because I think a lot of people might feel like they aren't making that those leaps and those bounds and having the intuitive yeses and heck yeses and opportunities that almost might even be considered overwhelming or too much to people, but they want to grow fast and they want to get to their results fast. What do you think was different about you that had you attract and allow in these kinds of experiences so fast? Um, I think it was really, it was once I woke up, mm-hmm. It was knowing that, and and for me, I'm a lifelong learner. I just love learning new things. Like, you take that away, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so for me, it was like once once I go down a path, I wanted to explore all of the doors that lead to the center of that, right? Right. And um, so while my my brain was leading me. I was being driven, like literally, I was literally being driven by a source that just felt right. You know, and um, through the process, I unfolded and unpacked all kinds of things. Um, Fear that had shut me down. Mm. Once I woke up, I was finding where fear played such a massive role in my life everywhere and then um another big thing is when i discovered because i thought i was kind of going crazy at first you know because there's just so much all the time um it was when i discovered that i had empathic gifts Mm -hmm. and learning to wield those like 
once I started doing that, I started being able to feel more centered with myself and like, okay, I can keep things straight now. And then as I kind of moved through those, through those tools and those practices, um, working with people in marketing myself, I mean, who wants to see someone who, and this was back when essential oils was just taking off, who wants to see somebody who knows about essential oils and doesn't use medicine and um, has done, you know, like some shamanic work and training and knows about energy healing and who has done the, like, you know, I was trying to compartmentalize everything. So then it was the dance of bringing everything together wow. into my own um, special cocktail. Mm -hmm. So it is, um, it has taken a, a lot actually to get me to where I am today. And for that, that person, it, you know, it starts out as those gentle nudges, right? And it's being aware of the synchronicities mm -hmm. of the people you meet mm -hmm. and what's catching your attention. And, um, the feeling it's like that whisper in the back of your mind where it's not the self-talk but it's that whisper that's yours but it's not yours right mm. it's learning to listen to those to those cues those nudges those hints i like that cues that's a great great languaging for it so you really trusted these these little nudges cues sources of inspiration and I also heard you say like that source within you, um, it was driven, it was very driven. And I'm curious, and, and through, from the point of being driven to doing all these different coaches and coachings and modalities and successes and things like that, it was compartmentalized. And then your like phase of, of real growth and impact is when you learned how to integrate it. I want to talk about the driven part because I think a lot of women might feel exhausted and overwhelmed by their driven rather than fulfilled and inspired by their, their driven. What's, what's the difference between that? <laughs> so when you're driven from within, it is not a to-do. Mm. It's not, it's not an action on your to-do list. It's not something that's in your planner that um, you're looking for any out outside recognition from. Mm. When you're being driven from within, it's almost like you've decided to get on the roller coaster and you're strapped in. And the only way to get off is take the ride, but you've chosen <laughs> the ride and you're yes. excited about the ride. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's very much like that. And I think the perfect example of this is um, the very first time I heard about a woman's circle, it was with the woman who, um, we were teaching essential oils together. I was learning from her and teaching and all of that kind of stuff. And, um, and she goes, I know this woman who will come and set a sacred space and she does women's circles. And it was like something had taken over my body and it was like spiritual whiplash. Like I could have been an owl. My head turned so far. And all of a sudden out of my mouth was, I want to know about that. And it was yes. like, we were both shocked that I said that at the same time. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of like, it, it, it seems like that, right? Yeah. Um, it's not like, you know, you're taking over anything, but it's something where it's before you know, you know. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's, 
you know, we're, we're talking about really connecting with that feminine wisdom, that intuition. And I think that there may have been a lot of conditioning for a lot of people of external things and shoulds and external validation. And so we're reconnecting with the internal validation here, the internal knowingness. Uh, what other practices for you was was really important to develop that strength, to develop that that connection? Because I think that's that's something we can invite our audience and men and women in the audience to do to really reconnect with their their um, their own truth, their own knowingness, their own intuition. What else can we do? Uh, well, I when I start working with people um, to really start trusting that, I invite to have like an intuition journal mm, that's good. right you know some people have just a dream journal that they keep next to their bed to record their dreams but this is like an intuition journal and it could be it could be something as easy as this mm -hmm. right like this big that you can keep in your purse because these things come up whenever mm -hmm. and it's literally designated just for that this thought came in and I'm wondering, right? So you put it down and then you go through your days and you're like, oh, well, I noticed that I kept seeing this red tail hawk every time mm. I left, left my house, right? And they're writing down red tail hawk. Well, then they might look up red tail hawk and then that's going to lead to a thought in their mind. They're going to write that down. And so they can learn to really tune into what their spirit language is by just kind of recording these little things, these mm. little hints, these little cues that they're suspecting might be something, but they're not sure of, right? Wow. Because they haven't learned to trust it yet. So they're not sure of it. And then you can kind of go back and you can, you can look through it. Oh, I know what that meant now, mm. you know, like as you're going back and, and, and reviewing but also if there's something that you're really looking for in yourself and you're really wondering, like, say, you know, you want to transition from such and such career to a different one, but you're not sure what that looks like, or maybe you don't know what you want to transition to. Mm. You can start intuiting that for yourself in the same way. Mm. And it's just really asking that and watching for the signs to appear. And, and seeing what's in that for you. It could be um, a song that suddenly is playing on the radio every time you get in the car, mm -hmm. you know? And does it pop on at the same time? What's in those words for you, mm -hmm. right? So everybody's spirit language is unique to them. And it is up to each of us to learn that language because it's special for us mm -hmm. personally. Right. Yeah, because yeah. our guardian angels and our spirit guides, they want us to succeed mm -hmm. and they're trying to speak to us. It's are we listening? Are we tuning in? Right. So it's simply it starts with asking the question, like what are, whatever questions we have and saying, you know, intuition, higher power, guardian, angels, spirits, like whoever's supporting me on this journey I'm requesting an answer to this question. My question is da da da, and like really being specific, being intentional, being clear, and then not being attached to how the answer comes. Because life is 
probably and and these you know uh, helpful forces so to speak and and energies are probably constantly trying to inspire us to encourage us to keep us connected and we may have put on layers of disconnection whatever that might look like shame guilt disbelief doubt whatever that has disconnected us from our internal source so we really have to first rebuild the relationship with our intuition with these uh, deeper higher powers yeah. And it's, I call those the layer of armor, right? Mm. Because we're always connected. It's, we don't trust the connection. We can't mm. feel or sense the connection. Yeah. And we're trying to sense it from our head versus our heart space. Right. And so, you know, when, when people come to work with me, it's that in between those layers where we start unpacking yeah. and peeling away and working on that to get to that connection and, and, um, to strengthen that. You know, I think that's for me, I've, I've considered my sp- myself spiritual for the last couple of years coming from being like atheist and saying, I don't believe in God. Okay. Ag- agnostic was the next phase. I don't know what it is. And now I'm like, okay, there's some kind of God source, higher power. I don't know what it is. I think to label it and be identified with it might limit us. So I'm open. I don't know what it is, but there's something right. So I'll, I'll be open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a, a intuitive knowingness, but I felt a, a kind of a block or not, not, a connection that I'm, I know I'm capable of and I want. And Mm -hmm. what I really love about this is I can just have the intention to, um, you know, help me remove these layers of armor that I have built up that, that have disconnected me, or I've, I've, I thought I've been disconnected along the journey and simply just making that request. Um, the universe can conspire with me to to make that happen too. So I think that for me at my level, and everyone's at a different place on their journey, but for me at my level, I think that's a really powerful um, intention to focus on, especially going to Bali. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to Bali. You're on your way. You'll be there tomorrow, right? Yeah. Well, I, I fly out tonight like, I don't know, midnight, one thirty, or some, some crazy time in the morning, and then we'll get there on Saturday, Bali time. So it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it's great. So yeah. I, I really think that that's valuable, though, for people tuning in um, who don't feel like they have that deep connection yet or don't remember that they've always had a deep connection. They just are doubting or um, there's there's a, a, a perception of disconnection. I think it's really powerful. Yeah, it really is. And um when you're when you're unpacking those uh, layers, so to speak, and oftentimes there's either a limiting belief or a wound or both, because you can absolutely have both at the same time. Yep. They're usually tied together somehow. Some people don't like certain languages. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you label it, but there's something there. And once you work through it and you get down to the lesson, mm-hmm. um, there's I call it extracting that pearl of wisdom Mm. to where, and it's that shift of, Oh, I just learned such and such about myself. Right. Mm. And you really take that in and that's where it's no longer the limiting belief Mm. or the wound. Now it's just this factual thing that happened in your past. You've worked through the emotional part of it you you've added to your bank of inner wisdom so to speak and you mm. have it, it like um it's kind of like investing in your inner knowing and your trust 
So the next time something else comes up around or feels similar to that, you have that wisdom of, oh, flasher, this is going off. This is what you need to do. And you just know to follow it that way instead of going down the old repeated road Hmm. that gets nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the, I would love to define intuition and inner wisdom. If, if we have already said it, we can recap it. Uh, but just to, to identify what that is for our audience out there, how would you define that? Um, your inner wisdom is like this investment bank, so to speak, of energy that is within you. And it's something that you have earned and collected through your experiences. Wow. Okay. And your intuition is your inner knowing. Hmm. Your intuition is something every single person is born with. It's an innate wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just this knowing, this like uh, NCIS gives. He knows it in his kind of gut feeling. He knows it in his gut. <laughs> Right, like that's his intuition, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this. I love the the distinction, though, because I think there's there's one part of of kind of a popular message today about intuition. How do we tap into our intuition? And then the inner wisdom, uh, I think, is is interesting that you mentioned. It's like a, a bank. It's like a collective of experiences where we have maybe listened or not listened to our intuition. And now we, we are able to make more effective, higher, higher vibration choices in, in, in the highest good for, for all. Right. Yeah. Well, because um, to me, I think of it as um, a distinction like wisdom itself. Mm-hmm. It isn't knowledge. Mm-hmm. Wisdom itself is based on your experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. So you think about it any in, in any um, ancient um, people's hierarchy, there was always a wise one. Yeah. It isn't necessarily because they went off to college and they learned such and such about building or, or whatever. It's because they have integrated and collected wisdom mm. and they have walked that wisdom path. So there's a reason why, like for the, the masculine wheel of life, you, you end with, um, the wizard right? Wiz, wise, right? And in the woman's wheel of life, you end with the crone or the wise elder. Mm. Again, wisdom. It's that they take that lifetime to gather that wisdom. And it's based on their experiences and the teachings that they have learned and applied and witnessed, right? In Mm. real life. So your inner wisdom is just that for you. And then if you were to take that higher, and this is, you know, how I see things, you take that higher, every time you heal something, of course, it goes into your inner wisdom, but that energy also fuels the collective consciousness. And it makes it all that much easier and readily, more readily available for the next person to heal that similar thing as well. Mm -hmm. I love this. And Crystal, one thing I we haven't tapped in too much yet is your your embracing of the woo and this this, you know, realm of spirituality. Has that always been a, a part of your journey or how how has that evolved over time? So, you know, it's funny that you ask because um 
once I started on this, I started kind of remembering a couple of things from when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was in kindergarten, my dad at work, he hurt himself pretty bad. But every night he called at the same time every night. And this night he was a little bit later. Mm. And I answered the phone because, of course, I knew it was my dad. I wanted to talk to my dad. And I just remembered as soon as I heard his voice, I just started screaming and crying like I knew something was wrong, like as soon as I heard his voice. And sure enough, he was in the hospital. And um, I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot about that. But I'm like, wow, as a kid, how many of those things did I pick up on? Mm. And for how long in my lifetime? was I misconceived as this shy person when really I was just feeling all this crap that I just didn't know what to do. Right. Yes. So, but I didn't know, I didn't know. And, but it's, you know, that hindsight that looking back in that 2020. And so over the past couple of years, even, even right away when I started learning all of this stuff, I was careful who I talked to. Mm. Right. Because it was new. Mm. I wasn't quite sure of myself and um, I hadn't built up that confidence. Like I was still kind of putting so many things together. Mm. And over the last few years, like my tribe, my people, I keep finding more of my people. And I love it when I find my people. And um, it's funny because there's just there's something there, for lack of a better word. It's not funny. It's awesome, actually. But um, I can just explain the energetics of it. Like, Mm. I just know. (laughs) Like, I get it. I can see and follow the patterns. Um, And so, yeah, I don't I don't try to hide my woo. I also don't beat a dead horse either. So if (laughs) if I come up and I meet somebody who's like, what are you talking about? Okay, not ready. That's okay. I'll have a muggle conversation with you. Okay. <laughs> I love it. This is this is great. I, I think it's uh, it's really beautiful. When when do you feel like you really embraced that side of you? And since doing that, because you know we have a lot of entrepreneurs, influencers, people with a message in the audience who are stepping into their truth. I'm curious, like when did you really see yourself embrace? that and like what was it like for you what's different about how you embrace it and how you own it that kind of thing I'm not sure if I could absolutely pinpoint a specific time and space where I just went okay this is it Mm. I think um it's just uh for me it's like reading the conversation and feeling into each person I come across um, can they have that conversation? Yeah. Can they go there? Mm. Are they curious? Um, and the more you look for those people, the more you find them. So yeah, I mean, that's, it's, that's a, a difficult question to answer, but I will say, I would say probably the last two or three years, I just can't imagine a day of, of not coming across a person who I can't have those conversations with. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you invite people around you to step into their woo or their truth and, and be like courageous with that kind of thing? 
Um, well, with my kids, even before I knew all of this stuff, I never, I never shut down like the what ifs or mm. I hear this or I saw that, you know what I mean? Like I never did that. I guess like somehow I just always believed or sensed or what have you. And I just let them have that because it was, it was true for them. Mm. Um, so for me, I love it when somebody says, you're going to think I'm crazy and I'm going to be like, and I'm always like, try me. This is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or this is so weird. You'll never believe the conversation I just have. Mm. I probably would. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. It's, it's really cool. I hear the inviting space is something that is really important for you to, to like not judge what people experience or express. Cause you know, in their, in their reality, in their eyes, it's, it's their truth, you know, and, 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 you know, there's some connection to greater truth. So to invalidate someone or whatever it might be that, that could really be, um, could potentially hurt them. And it, it's like to have an open mind, I feel is like one of the most powerful uh, perspectives of a creator of your reality saying, Hey, I'm going to listen with open ears and open heart and open mind. And if there's something that I don't resonate with, I just say, Hey, that's not my truth. That's okay. But I'm still going to want to listen, you know? And, and also it sounds like what you've attracted is more than not people who are in alignment with what you believe. And they share those, those kind of similar values and feelings and perceptions and belief systems. So that like, y'all are like, yeah, we get each other, you know? And, and so you really get to hold a, a really powerful, safe space for them. Yeah. That and the people who are like just opening their eyes and they mm. want to learn more mm. and for, and I, I work with a lot of newer healers. Um, they, they tend to kind of find me you know, like they'll go and do like this weekend thing and learn this or they'll go and do this or say they're a massage therapist and whoa, their person's in a crisis all of a sudden. Mm. Like they don't know what to do, right? Like they, they're they not taught how to handle those things. And, and, and the one, the single most imperative thing that any healer of any kind can do for a human being is to truly bear witness to their pain, mm. right? And really hear them and listen to them without judgment. Because mm. at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's true to us. It mm. doesn't matter if it's true to everybody else involved in their situation. What matters is it's true for them in that moment. And that is what they need to move beyond that. Yeah, and, and to express it and not stuff it down or avoid it or deny it. And I think that's what better way to connect with our intuition than to say, blah, and recognize, hey, I'm okay just speaking my truth, whatever it is that comes out. And there's people around me who love me and accept me as I am. What what else can I tap into inside of me that is my truth, that is my greatest self-expression, knowing that no matter no matter what I share, 
number one, I'm supported. And even if that didn't happen, I think at, at some point we say, well, I'm, I know I'm good enough as I am. Like I am worthy. I am loved. I am a divine being. So I don't need other people to validate me. Although that may have helped me get to where I am today. At a certain point, I think we just say, I am enough. Like I don't need external validation. Mm-hmm. But on the journey, I think it's really important to, to have that safe space to be able to trust ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and holding, and holding that space, um, creating that space and holding Mm. that space, that is the feminine container. Mm. Mm. Why is it a feminine container, not a masculine container? Because the masculine is, is energy, is energy and motion. And while the feminine energy, absolutely, we tap into that, um, to our inner masculine, right? To get things done. Mm -hmm. But if you think of it, like what, what is a woman's womb space, but it's a container and and what, what happens in there? Mm. Like it creates human babies. And what does the container do? It holds the space for that to happen. Mm. And it expands and it contracts as it needs to, to hold the energy as it's created and as it decides to um, birth itself into the world, right? And what needs to happen for all of that? It needs a healthy environment and Mm. to feel safe. Yes, there are babies born from unsafe environments. Yes. Mm. And they are born with those woundedness of those unsafe environments. Mm. But when you bring that safety energetically mm. to a session or a circle or as you will be doing to your retreat yes. um, next week, right? Yeah. You're creating that container and that safe space mm. for people to go and be vulnerable and to do what they came there to do, right? Yeah. And there's going to be times where that container is going to contract Mm -hmm. to get tighter, right? And expand to allow them to expand as Mm -hmm. they're moving through whatever stage um, that they're moving through um, while they are there with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's powerful. Yeah, I I really love how you said the the womb is a container, is a safe space. Uh, And also, I, I feel like the nurturing energy is a is a is like an inclusive wrapping comforting energy and when i feel mm-hmm. like because i'm i'm wanting to put the pieces in together in my head and i think of masculine energy and i'm like well, wait a second doesn't a masculine energy want to protect something and isn't isn't that in some way yeah. a container but i also feel like the the masculine is to go out or to to push against something it's like it's directed versus kind of encompassing so to speak correct correct yeah because the masculine protects provides Mm -hmm. procreates right Mm -hmm. but it's all outside of the container Mm. right Mm. but you're protecting from the outside forces right Mm. and so um even within I tap into my inner masculine all the time, just as you tap into your inner feminine all the time. And it's that synergy, right, of of both happening that allows everything to happen. Mm. So holding a safe container, right, is holding its being. Protecting a container is doing. And you're maintaining that energy. 
Wow. And that's how I see that. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. I love it. Cause I, I've also heard as well, the, the masculine energy, um, like it's it's like a rock when the woman's energy is like the waves right in the ocean um and when a masculine energy is is stable and sturdy that's what the woman can trust uh in in like a relationship you know the woman can can have emotions and have experiences and things like that um but just knowing that that man is there solid like stiff erect powerful grounded right <laughs> That's, that yep. is, that is the masculine energy, uh, like in spite of whatever comes at it, it just remains there. It's present. Right. It's trusted. It's proven. It's yeah. true. Mm. It's loyal and it's protecting. It doesn't harm. It mm. only protects. It defends. So awesome. I love this. I love this. Okay. Um, so in terms of our audience being able to become their greatest possible self, what other, uh, whatever other things have been coming up for you recently, what's coming up in your coaching conversations and the videos that you're making, the content that you're making, what's like a, a hot topic for you recently for, for entrepreneurs and people who want to change the world. What's coming up for you, Crystal? <laughs> um, well, just today, I had a really um, powerful conversation with um, a wonderful human being, and she is an entrepreneur. And just like, and this is the beauty of women's circles, and I know it's the beauty of wisdom circles or, mm -hmm. you know, what have you that you partake into is when somebody shares something, there's always a piece of wisdom in it for everybody else involved. Mm. And the conversation I had this morning, it, it was in the moment while we were having the conversation, it was, you know, somehow disconnected or not feeling the passion mm -hmm. and the purpose. And it's just because that different perspective, right? Because the person's stuck. So when you're stuck and if you feel if you if you think of it this way, you're like dropped in the ocean and you're kind of fighting and trying to get to shore. Yeah. You can only see so much. You have one line of view and even that is skewed. Hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're stuck, it's very much like that. And you can get trapped in that story of your immediate surroundings. Mm -hmm. So it was changing the perspectives. Right. Playing with yeses, playing with nos, playing with redefining, um, totally stepping out and taking a bird's eye view. Like it's a totally different, like when you go to a hockey arena and you're sitting like near the, near the sidelines, you can see this way and you can see that way, but it's obstructed and see this way a little yeah. bit, but it's obstructed. But if you're up higher, you can see the whole ice arena, right? You can yeah. see a better perspective. So it was like that. And then, um, gosh, it was probably an hour or so after I got off the phone with her and I'm like, but I, I've had her struggles too. Mm. And some of her struggles as an entrepreneur, we all have, you know, different struggles. I'm like, but it's like all of a sudden this vision flashed and this is, you know, my spirit speak. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden this vision flashed and it was like this marathon race. And it was like, you're almost at the end and you've got it, but what's.
So Crystal, you, you froze a little bit. You paused. You said you're almost at the end of the marathon race. Not sure if you can hear me or not. Testing one, two, three. Back to back interviews. What is going on here? You're vibing, vibing too high today. Too high. Ay caramba. All right. So uh, this has been epic, epic, epic stuff. I'm gonna pause on Crystal's video till she comes back. Um, but this is this is great. We'd love to hear what your biggest takeaways are from this. And um, I just I'm loving this conversation about the masculine and feminine energy, and just like playing. How do we play more with our experience, with our intuition, and tap into that? And it looks like Crystal is back. What's up? You froze, so I have no idea where I ended. <laughs> myself, I think, for a minute. <laughs> it is perfect. It's perfect. I heard you. We were talking about playing with the yeses and the noes. Uh, I asked you about, you know, really how do we? How, you were having a conversation with a powerful woman, and I think that that was like the the main cutoff. So just recap what happened with with this okay. conversation. So it was the different perspectives uh-huh. and the different scenarios. And when I got off the phone with her um, a while later, it was like this vision that flashed in my mind uh-huh. of this race. And it was kind of like the end of the race and what was going to get them across the finish line. And it was their perseverance and their will, mm. right? There's something very powerful in thy kingdom come, thy will be done, mm. right? Think of your body and your being as your kingdom. What what do you will? What are you willing? Oh, you froze again. We're back. We're still here. Um. <laughs> and so it's renegotiating. Okay, are yeah. you there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is so. <laughs> It's renegotiating your contract with yourself. So mm-hmm. as you change your um, where you want to go may shift and change. Yeah. I mean, when you started out in your coaching business, how many times did you redefine and reestablish your business plan? And so it's constantly many. evolving, right? So many. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and thank, thank you. You know, it's part of me is like, uh, and then part of me is like, yes, get freaking aligned with who you are, Chris. Get it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and as we, as we continue to evolve and to mm-hmm. change, that same alignment isn't going to stay true for That's us. Right. That's right. So we have to keep constantly realigning our vision, mm. right? And and that sometimes requires different consciously inspired action mm. to manifest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really what's been coming up uh, big lately. And then today's conversation that I had this morning really brought all that home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So awesome. So you're you're having these powerful conversations. How does that relate to the um, spiritual? midwifery and helping people through uh, awakening how how does it all really all all come together all integrate so the spiritual midwifery is really if you think a midwife helps a mom bring like helps the baby come through the mom into the world right so when you're transforming and you're evolving and you're growing you're evolving into that next version of yourself 
So that person who is helping you and who is guiding you, we're, we're not, I'm not doing it for them. I'm just holding that space and offering ways for them to get where they tell me they want to go. Yeah. Right. And I'm helping them through the healing process. Mm. But just like a mom giving birth, they're doing the work and they're doing that for themselves. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm just guiding based on the wisdom I've gained from working with others. So that's where that spiritual midwifery, I mean, that, that has just been like the best way for me to be able to explain that yeah. um, process of what I do and, and how I work with others. Mm. Because sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes we're doing energy healing. Sometimes yeah. we get people up on the land and we're doing sweat lodges and all that good stuff. And at the, at the end of the day, that's what it is. I mean, you're midwifing and holding that for them. They're doing the work mm. because if you take that power away from them, what, what does that leave them with? Mm. So it's really re reminding them that they are the creator of their realities. They are responsible. They are powerful. Like there's no, you don't need anything outside of yourself to, to own your power, to own your value, to own your greatness, to bring your dream and vision into the life. So at the end of the day, we come back to that core, to that source, and there's people outside of us who can accelerate the process, who can support us, who can guide us, who can share their wisdom with us as, as we're going along the journey. You mentioned a couple different things there, Crystal, which I love, um, coaching, energy work, sweat lodges, coming out and working with you, different events. Like, Tell us a little bit more about how people can take those next steps with you and what are the different ways they can work with you and what are the types of people who usually come to work with you? Uh, well, I do see people via Zoom okay. like this, um, and I see also, I see people in person, mm -hmm. um, so they can go to my website and they can book um, a free discovery session with me, okay. and my website is www.wisdomawakens.com, mm -hmm. and to get to the um, book, they can go to the contact me page. And it just pulls up a slot where they can book an appointment in there. Um, I also have a private group on Facebook called Feminine Wisdom Keepers. Mm. And um, we have a, a lot of, I feel, good conversations in there. <laughs> um, I, had, I had a couple of people say, questions you post are so good. I really have to go and journal about them. And I'm like, I know she meant that as a compliment, but maybe I need to be like more, <laughs> like more, um, not so, uh, rhetorical with my question. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you have a, a Facebook group, you do zoom. Um, it, it sounds like there's a lot of different modalities as, as well that you bring to uh, your coaching and your midwifery. I thought it was pronounced mid midwifery, but midwifery, I heard you say it like that. So I think that's the pronounce pronunciation. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of really great distinctions that you bring. Is there any other that you wanted people to know about or just to remind people of? Um, for me, it, it doesn't matter how a person comes to see me or what modality they come for. They get all of it. Mm. Like I don't, I don't keep it separate. I don't have to have the person in front of me to 
uh, I just need their permission to to tap in and to feel their energy and, and help work with them on that. So that is one thing where I feel it has really grown me as a practitioner is to not compartmentalize everything. Mm. So I am certified in Melody Crystal Healing. Um, I've done lots and lots of other energy, the, the shamanic training. I mean, really, I couldn't even list all the different energetics that are involved in that. Yeah. Um, I've done some priestess path work mm. uh, with elementals, and that's a lot of inner inner work as well. Um, and I have done a lot of work with essential oils, which is where, honestly, I learned a lot. I learned... I've never been a sciencey person. I know this is <laughs> like an oxymoron, but that's <laughs> like the only part of science that I enjoyed was when um, when I started learning about emotional health and mm. the essential oils. I really learned a lot of energetics. Mm. So sometimes I'll mention certain oils. It might be helpful for you to have blah, blah, blah around. And um in January, I will be releasing. Um, I have created uh, a journal and meditation bundle for mm -hmm. people to awaken to their divine wisdom. Mm -hmm. And in that bundle, um, I take them through the steps of energetic decoding and mm -hmm. etheric flame work and purification and all kinds of good stuff goodies <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love it i love it crystal there's there's so much you got going on i love it we've barely scratched the surface in this conversation so uh, just what we've talked about though has been really valuable the conversation diving into the masculine the feminine like awakening that process how do we um, create the container create the support for ourselves doing that as well as all the the different modalities and ways that you can support people and help them to birth their their greatest possible selves. I really love it. Love the intuition, love the inner uh, wisdom. Lots of really great stuff in this. And for everyone who is tuning in right now, go have a conversation with Crystal right now. Send her a message. Go to wisdomawakens.com. Go connect with her. She, she mentioned the uh, booking process as well. Go play around on her website. Go see more of what she's up to. It's awesome, awesome stuff. And I just, I love this. This is such a blast. We're definitely going to have you back on again, Crystal. You are just, you're so much fun. And just like this, this serene, like blissful energy is like just emanating from you. I, I'm sure anyone who works with you also feels such a, a divine space of being held, of being loved, of being supported. So I, I just, I feel that coming through this, this interview and yep. our interactions before this. So I, I just appreciate you and who you've developed yourself into being, who you've remembered yourself into being as well. Uh, it's, it's really a gift to the world. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you very, very much for having me. Yes. I'd love to come back. I, this was good. It was awesome. fun. Awesome. I love it. And uh, I'm going to Bali. Have a great, great retreat. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm going to Bali, so <laughs> I'll see you soon. And sending so much love, Crystal. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you soon, okay? Yep. Bye. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning. 
Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, BeYourGPS.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to BeYourGPS.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, Master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.